welcome everyone back to Weekend at Berkman's, show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Hello, folks. <laughs> it's too much of a delay. That That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> too much of a delay. Uh, the big week here, it's one of them... One of them weeks that one of the things I reiterate here on the pod is it's good to always have something to look forward to. That pull, you know, that pulls you through the the weeks that aren't so great, the days that aren't so great. But if you got something to look forward to, it keeps you going. And this this happens to be one of those weeks, so um, it's uh, sort of that. Think about your classic movie where some guys get together head out of town probably like the hangover you know it's like kind of get a second lease on life getting away from the old ball and chains and the chores and the kids and um well, that's what we got this week so not to mention it's a short work week um oh, at least yeah. for me um heading out uh, heading out half day on thursday and off friday and so we're heading out of town to celebrate steven making a big mistake uh, getting married and uh, <laughs> uh oh man we'll be headed over to austin and uh we got a got a great agenda itinerary plan i'm i'm looking forward to it unfortunately part of that includes playing golf and oh. so i haven't uh steven i you know i'm sure you're right on track for however many rounds you were going to play this year you're probably 17 uh, more to go but a bit behind <laughs> I, no, 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 no. Let's be very clear. Y'all said round on the golf course of life. Of the what clubs. hole are you on? Um, this will be six or seven. Okay, so I'm right Not on bad. track. This will be right on track. I'm feeling good about it, guys. Okay, because okay. I got you know, got this one, got some San Diego. So like, it it's all gonna work itself out. You know, it's been a hundred for like the last six weeks it feels mm-hmm. like no rain in there like i'm sh- shocked the g- golf courses even have green grass um mm-hmm. they're definitely spray painting it if it's green what is what are your guys's grass situations right now mark like is your sprinkler system in long guy doing a good job keeping your grass green yeah or is- yeah well, i've had i've got one little patch that's a little uh like died because you know again i think i mentioned it to you uh, and I, no, I caught the, I caught the east side of my yard guy. Um, it died from the, the pool stuff a year and a half ago and mm. I've been nursing it back to health. I put some, uh, uh, compost and manure down to cover up the spot, raked it into the grass. We'll see. I'm nursing that back to health. It's just so hot. Like it needs rain. The rest of the grass looks pretty good front yard, backyard, but this spot, I'm going to say it's about 10 feet by eight feet. It's, it's pretty, pretty mm. dead. Yeah, so we're, we're trying to nurse it back to life, put some seed down. But, uh, yeah, my yard guy and me are doing a pretty good job keeping it uh, looking good. Uh, Shout out I'm to Mark's sorry. yard guy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, did you say manure? Oh, yeah, it's uh, nutrient-rich. Where mm. where do you get manure from? Lowe's, Home Depot, Ace. They all sell it. It's in a bag. It's compost and manure yeah it's nutrient rich mike as a homeowner i expect better of you i've just i i've never gone i've never gone to the manure oh it's a great great trick 
a lot of uh, mulch has manure yep. in it. So like oh, yeah. whenever we, like some of the mulch that gets put down around here, man, uh, for about a week after that, a good rain or something, it's a oh, little yeah. little pungent. It's not completely just manure. There's okay. other bio uh, degradable bio biologicals in there as well. But manure is is, is a component of it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the mental image I had was like that you had steers roaming around out there. Nope. Just yeah, well, uh, that might be nice. My grass-fed Mike, beef, a little fertilizer, nice. Mike, were you thinking like cousin Eddie, like shitters full, he's just emptying the RV tank in <laughs> oh, the backyard geez. or something? <laughs> you know, taking the hose back there. Yeah, no, I well, more like uh, you know, like a steed walking around, just uh, mm-hmm. you know, very similar turd factory but mm-hmm. i know mark he's probably crawling up the dog turds and <laughs> reusing those or something i think it would depending on how big the spot is and how small his dog is that could i mean he could might be saving up since last year the, the dog is 10 pounds yeah we would he, he hasn't lived long enough <sighs> oh man well yeah um it it, it is hot if it's mm-hmm. apparently hotter than normal there was supposed to be like some heat heat dome thunderdome thing that was supposed mm-hmm. to lift i don't i don't think it's moved on yet but uh back home this morning it was in the 50s oh, so wow don't tell us that yeah um oh it's gonna be it's gonna be august tomorrow so we're we're pretty much there into fall um mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes i was reminiscing with a few folks about i don't know what it was like where y'all went to school but where we went to school we didn't have ac and so what? you get back, you know, mid August and it's about the first first three weeks of school or something. It was pretty hot up until Labor Day. And then after that, it would start to cool down again to where you didn't notice it. But what kind of witchcraft is that? You have no AC in your school. Well, I think there's cars in Canada that don't even have air conditioning in them. Well, that's Canada. So what other issues. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, Mike. I mean, I know up there in the Midwest, you get that a lot. I mean. Uh, even in Illinois, your next door neighbor, same sort of thing. I mean, it's hot summers, uh, and what they call hot is one thing. But I mean, there are you know a lot of places up there, up in the north and Midwest, don't have AC homes, and not mm-hmm. surprised schools. Uh, I didn't know you went to a little boarding house, but I mean, that's unique. I mean, mm-hmm. in the cornfield, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, slap yeah, with gym. rollers and yardsticks. Well, that's an, again, you got two comments on on summer. So one is. That was always a joke in Chicago. It's like, oh yeah, it's it's hot, really hot Chicago summers for the week that it lasts. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other one was a Jersey. And I like when I was living there, I had, I had no idea. I was like, what's so special about the Jersey Shore? And everybody loves summer and whatever else. But it's like when you when the majority of your year is winter, you you really look forward to the summer and i think that that's the difference and mm-hmm. here in texas especially down here in houston it's like it's you know pretty much may till i don't know you you guys could tell me like are the halloweens usually a scorcher or are they sometimes at least hit or pleasant? miss hit or miss mm-hmm. sometimes you're you're glad you went as the grizzly bear and other times you're lamenting the fact that uh you're in a full full body costume some 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 halloweens are fantastically uh, great you know it's like upper 60s lower 70s a little chill in the air and then other times you're sweating to the oldies it's uh it, it, it's crazy 
Yeah. I, we, we like it when it's cool, obviously. You know, you put a little sweater on, walk the kitties around. I think my kids are a little old now for Halloween, but, you know, it's now, hit or miss. I mean, we don't, we try not to get too political here at Weekend of Berkman, so I won't, you know, speculate or whatever. But I can remember. On what? It, at least once growing up that we had snow on Halloween. Mm. And I don't, I don't really know. I think you're lucky to get snow on Thanksgiving now, but um, Here we anyway, go. I did, I did want to, uh, Mark, I did want to ask, how was your 20 right. ish year anniversary? Was that, did you have a good oh, time? That was, oh, with oh, the wife, I was thinking with, work. You were thinking work. See, that's where you always default to. That's where you'll always be a good suit. Um, it was well. Great. Uh, we know one of them's twenty years, so I, f- I figured. Oh, you know, you're probably close, right? Got married in two two thousand three. Yeah, uh, so t- uh, twenty years in July. Uh, it was great. We had a good time. Um, everything about it was fantastic. Dinner was good. Um, yeah, it was great. We had a good time. It was middle okay. of the week, right? Which is always a challenge. It's like mm. a Tuesday, right? So you don't get oh, um, but it was fun. We had a good time. You we, got any... we got each other some, you know, a gift or two, and got some jewelry for her. And oh, we've Did we you... we got a group gift or a, a couple's gift. New luggage. We needed some new luggage. So yeah, it was really exciting. And what'd you go with? Me. Samsonite. Swami, Swami, Swanson. Swanson. It's on the it's on the briefcase. Um, yeah, some Samsonite luggage. You know, we're, we're you'll learn this Seriously? too, and sometimes it's it's tough to buy for your significant other because sometimes they just buy those things, and I'm I'm one of those people, and so is she. So we're we, we're tough to buy for each other, but uh, we had a great time, hung out, dinner was nice, conversation was great. So thanks for asking. Yeah. Do you have any? On on the heels here of Stephen getting married and me being mm. early in my first marriage, like, do you have any <laughs> any any tips? Mary's still in the room. <laughs> what? Any, um, any any tips to make it to twenty or so? I do. I I I think that the the key is the following: um, laugh, don't be afraid to cry, mm. date your spouse. All right, there's something that got you guys together uh and that magic I, I get that the magic will change right it won't be the same but it will be new and different types of experiences and fun together continue to date your spouse and and uh have a good time i think that's what's kept us and have a good open communication um i mean i i have not shied away from telling you guys about our faith is strong uh we we do build our you know marriage and family on god and that to me has been a huge huge blessing um but date your spouse have fun don't be afraid to cry and communicate you will be wrong she will be wrong it happens it's okay but talk that's my advice local knowledge local knowledge a little (laughs) early a little uh a little local knowledge before the local knowledge yeah anyway well but thanks for asking no sure I mean, since it's not uh, Thursday yet, um, just maybe a little bit more work talk. So I wanted to get your take Uh-oh. on your take on uh, text and email etiquette. I was, I was having an interesting conversation with 
I think one of the nephews around, you know, what's the appropriate amount of time to respond to a text or an email? Hmm. But the answer was was definitely on the order of days. Um, what? <laughs> Wait, okay. Before I react, sorry, we keep going. I don't, maybe I'm missing under misunderstand what you mean by that days. Yeah, well, no, that was uh, that was kind of the same reaction that came from from the father. What? Um, so I. <laughs> But I, I also remember back, you know, back when we used to do training for work, there, there used to be this class called the, uh, I think, what was it? The seven habits of highly effective people, Stephen Covey. There you go. And no. one of the things was, you sh- you know, you shouldn't, you got to remember this guy was old, but you shouldn't reply to emails immediately. And so you got to, you got to. What? chunk up the emails and some of the some of the responses come hmm. the same day and some of them should come um you know a couple of days later some of them up to a week and uh, wow. i think we even had a mutual colleague here oh um that at one point tried to eliminate email uh due- <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yep. that uh, that person uh well um how's that working out so do either do either one of you have maybe a um a life philosophy or approach as it relates to you know personal or business around how you how you respond to because it's I'll tell you what it's tempting it's tempting to reply immediately and it's tempting mm. to be on your phone all the time mm. and I think it's you know it's important to sometimes disengage. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, but I just do. Either one of you have philosophies you follow, or something that's be irking you in terms of what society demands with this text and email these days. Honestly, I think for me, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm in the mood to text. Other <laughs> times, I just try. It's hard. It's impossible to get away from your phone and every. I mean, plus I got like a watch, a smart watch and all that crap. So it's impossible to get away, but there's times where I just kind of, just kind of don't feel like talking. Texting kind of feels like a chore, you know, there's other times I'm like down to, you know, text and have multiple conversations going. So I'm, I kind of go through moods of it. Hmm. Um, but I think in terms of like, you know, replying, I think if you're just having, Small conversation. I mean, there's reason. For, I mean, but I, I mean, honestly, I think it's kind of, you know, if it's something urgent and you're trying to keep a conversation going, yeah, you're within a couple hours, right? Or, or when you're free. I mean, workday is a little different, right? Because, again, you can get busy in the meetings and, I mean, it could be to the end of the day. But, like, outside of that, I mean, there's times where I'll get a text from somebody and just get busy and whatever, and then forget and read it and think I replied or no, I haven't. But like, I need to get back to that. And it's four days later. I'm like, Oh Mm. shit. And it is what it is. But yeah, so I'm within like, I think anything between like one hour and four days. (laughs) (laughs) Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, it just kind of depends. Oh gosh. It hurts. I, I think as long as you're up front, it's like, hey, this is sometimes this is not a priority for me. And, you know, your response uh, time will vary. And I think it's it's just important to communicate that front. But being on the other side, that's that's a little challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I, you know, may, Mark, maybe it's a challenge to me and you to figure out a way to get closer to the one hour mark. I think we need to, we need to figure out what a trigger is mm. and, uh, you know, wrap I, that in. I, I, from a work perspective, like I hate being the bottleneck, right? If somebody needs something yeah. from me and they send me something, hate being the bottleneck. I am, I, I freely admit that I manage to my inbox sometimes and I don't like it being full. I don't like, I don't like to have to scroll in my inbox. I, if I mm. see an email, I process it and I do something with it. I delete it, file it away. Text messaging. If it, maybe there's some tranches of texts, text people, you know, like I get something from you guys. I respond pretty quickly. Uh, Steven during college football season, he does not like to respond mm. when I send him my defensive ideas for how mm-hmm. the Cowboys could win mm-hmm. uh, the game. He doesn't like to respond. So I, I keep texting. I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. <laughs> but I, I, you know, it's one of those things. Like I, I, I feel like somebody needed something from me. So I'm, I, I, and I have all my faculties about me. I can respond, right? If I'm in the middle of something, I'm with you. It's important to unplug. I don't have a problem unplugging from email and work. Like I'm on vacation, I'm out. Uh, just same way as you know, I, I don't always bring my phone with me everywhere I go. Which maybe that's that's what I try to do. Um, you know, so and that so that's my work and personal stuff. So I don't know. That's my theory. It's worked so far. Yeah, I think yeah, I think for me for work, it's um, I'm the same way. Like a, a messy inbox just drives me up a wall. Um, so yeah, it's basically like a basically like a video game, managing your inbox, keeping it close to zero or whatever mm-hmm. um tetris. But that what'd you say tetris tetris yeah things are constantly coming in and you're trying to keep it as low as possible right and that the goal of tetris bottom everything out uh, i guess that's true i guess that's that's not a half bad analogy um for texting you know my uh my wife's a pretty social person so now i get into these you know group chats with friends oh. and family and whatever mm. and so you know i used to have sort of a manageable mm. text inbox if you will and um that's not really the case anymore yeah. and i don't know if i don't know if you guys get wrapped up in some of these things it's like wait a minute i went to the john <laughs> and now i got 39 missed text mm-hmm. messages on this thread are you kidding me what am yeah. i expected to do so no boy no uh, is what Stephen? Do you you enjoy the group text messages? No, no. no. Uh, here's the yeah. thing, like you know, us guys, small groups, yes, definitely do. But yeah, the big ones, all bunch of whatever, it's too much. The best thing that uh, Apple did, I'm sure all of all phones do it, but able to mute the group, so oh, you don't get yeah. you know when the group is flying off and your phone's not constantly dinging, drain the battery, You look at it when you want. You scroll through. You might reply to something, but muting of the big group chats is the best thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, to avoid walking by and someone be like, "Sir, your pocket's rifling." It's like, "No, no, no, I'm in a group chat." <laughs> That's okay. It's not a bomb. It's group chat. Just got to figure out how to work that in. I guess whenever I get added to a new group chat, my my first text will be, you know, hey, folks, like, (laughs) glad to be in the group chat, but, you know, my response. I've got rules. Yeah. Very from one hour hour to four four days. days. Yeah. So, 
And and if it gets to be the four day mark, it doesn't mean I don't like y'all. Right. It's just that's just how I roll. So Yeah, you're just low priorities, low pro. Thanks. Steven. Low pro. <laughs> low low pro, low, low par. par. Low par. Um one other thing, you know, since it is Steven's week, oh. uh one other thing you to look forward to when you get married mm. okay. is ha we'll have you over for the game night. And I, I know oh, last night, yeah. last time you talked about how much you love the game nights. And so, uh, no, you can have me over for a guy's poker night, like guys, guys, Scrabble, poker game night. But in terms of couples, dictionary, dictionary, all like categories, categories, uh, twisters, no, like I'm out, guys. Twister. Like <laughs> twister. Okay, that's that's nobody. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, no, no, thanks. We're I think we're busy that weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. We already confirmed. You're no. Yeah, yeah. we already confirmed with Kelly. She's in. Yeah, she good. loves them. She, she loves probably does like them, doesn't she? Uh, a little bit here and You're there. You're keeping but, her from um, being her true self. Bringing her all right. She's, to not, work. she's free that weekend. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm sick. <laughs> I get her on the Charmin list and the four-day text mm -hmm. list. <laughs> wow. All right. On to uh, this week in golf. So we had um, final major of the year. And I probably I probably mentioned this last year, but I did I, I did kind of like <laughs> I did kind of like Nance's tagline of how the PGA used to be. What was it, Glory's? Mm -hmm. uh, Glory's last shot. Last shot. That's of course gone now. So the British is the mm. fourth or fifth uh, major of the year, depending on if you count the players. Um, that was the so, classic. Or the, the classic, classic the major. classic. That's a sixth major if you count the classic. After the okay, that's right, that's right. Um, so I know that uh, I know that on here we were talking about we were looking forward to some weather. We had harkened back to our days of growing up in the way that oh yeah we, we were reminiscing about Wimbledon or Wimbledon, and we were talking mm -hmm. about you know, some of the old tournaments and how there was a ton of wind coming off the sea mm -hmm. and sideways rain and Loch Ness and monster, mm -hmm. everything else. And it was pretty tame. Um, there was a, there. And, and the other problem was it was a runaway. Mm -hmm. And so I, and I want to ask you guys about just the, the type of person you are. And I think I already know mm -hmm. the answer for Steven, uh -oh. but when it comes to there being a favorite or a dynasty, or someone that's way out in front. Where do you all stand on rooting, rooting against that favorite? And like in this case, Brian Harmon, I think he had, you know, maybe it was like a four or five shot lead going into. Um, it may have been after the third round, and then uh, maybe, maybe even after the second round, he had he had a pretty big lead. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, you know, given that I think the media, maybe the, you know, depending on what type of golf fan you are, wanted to see a bigger name win. Where do you guys stand against the root against? Like, are you, do you do the root against or do you, like in this case, were you, were you pulling for harmony? You really could have cared less because the conditions were, were tame. It, I, my, my take is I'm not a big root against guy. I mean, I, you know, I want, I want, I, I have this theory, like anytime, like there's somebody in the lead, 
or somebody I want to win. And then they're always showing the coverage. I'm like, man, everybody else is making birdies. Like the, the entire field is making birdies. No, they're just showing you the birdies being made by everybody. And your guy isn't making as many birdies. So you're like, man, everybody else is making birdies. I think the TV coverage does that to you. Not, the entire world is not birdieing every hole. Unlike the guy you're I, So that's one thought. Now, the other thought is I'm not a root against, like I, I, I read a lot about Brian Harmon. I think when he led the first day, I read more about him. I mean, I knew, I remember reading about him and hearing about him about him long ago. I, I thought it was a cool story. I think it does kind of thumb the nose that everybody's like, oh, it's not one of the big, whatever. I'm going to say five, six, seven guys that have pedigree and that should be winning. And I'm like, no, it just goes to show you any given week, you know, anybody can win out on tour. And I think that's, that's fantastic. So no, I'm not a root against. I, I thought some of the stuff that the crowd was saying to him was a bit, uh, yeah, inappropriate. I mean, he obviously handled it just fine. Um, so no, I'm not a root against. I mean, I want. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen some other guys win. Also, happy for Brian Harmon. I think it's he's got a good story, good guy. Uh, yeah. So no, that that's my take. Okay. What about you, Stephen? Yeah, I'm very similar. I'm not a root. Uh, well, I could say I could be a root against depending on the player, right? Like a Sergio or the team, or some of these other uh, or, yeah. or team. But um, I would say I'm more for wanting quality golf to watch, right? Like yeah. if there is a guy yes. five strokes out ahead, it doesn't make me want to watch it. This this one I didn't really get to watch in full just because there was the day we were leaving a, a family weekend, so I was driving back, and I don't think I missed much. But honestly, if it would have been on um, and I would have been home. I'm not sure I would have watched much of it anyway. I would have had it on and would have watched a little bit. But to me, it takes away the enjoyment of watching because you're hoping for something close. You might, it, it might, could, it could be my favorite guy, favorite golfer, five strokes yeah. in lead. I, I might not watch it the same just because, like, I want, I want that guy to win. But I want it to be at least like entertainment and, you know, winning by wide margins doesn't really give you that entertainment factor. Like, you know, is he going to, you know, what kind of putt is he going to have to make to secure the victory or, or what kind of shot is he going to have to make? It's more like, mm -hmm. okay, this guy can just par out and he's probably yeah. going to be fine. And it kind of loses its uh, luster. So um, that, yeah, I'm kind of very similar to Mark. And just to clarify, when you say a favorite for you talking about like Hunter Mann. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Bo Van yeah. Pelt, you know. I know those yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't. Plank. I don't know. I'm probably. I I I probably won't admit it, but or Stephen won't admit it, but I do the root against probably less than Stephen, but he won't oh. admit it. Oh. Wow. I was probably doing the root against against Mayhan in the Ryder wow. Cup that year, wow. and unfortunately, it paid oh. off the wrong way. Wow. Well, I I do feel though, Stephen. Sometimes I get the root against when it's the the boilers, mm. um, especially the number one number one seated <clears throat> basketball team boilers. Oh. Uh, but you're talking football. It, oh, really? it it was more when there might have been some like you know some importance to the game, and then you know big old some money on the game. Indie, yeah, you know it was go. awful and all that. So it was more about kind of. <laughs> It was kind of busting your chops because they were the number one team, Mike, and like my team's not the number one team, so it's kind of busting your chops, but also had to do with some of their performance in certain games. Uh -huh. Underwhelming, if you. I'm will. gonna remember. I'll remember that. I remember the self-proclaimed 
non Stephen doesn't root against. I'm gonna not in, remember that. I I did ask you <laughs> say there are some play and we were talking golf, right? I yes. thought we were talking golf because if it is all sports football, yeah, there is a for sure root against. Not necessarily in golf, except for a handful of players. Yes. Okay. A uh, couple other things. Uh, Mark, the <clears throat> tour is off to uh, your favorite stop, uh, <laughs> Sedgefield. Um, oh, Sedgefield. So you're looking forward to that, but it's kind of been a little bit of a nothing burger. I don't know if anybody, I wonder what the odds on Brian Harmon were to win the British. Yeah. People, uh, people uh, were showing their betting slips. They were making quite a bit of coin on like a $10 bet. You know? Oh, yeah. But it was massive odds. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, now the um, thing to look forward to for the rest of us, I guess, three things. So one would be the the playoffs. Oh, yeah. You know, that's still got some meaning. Um, a lot of cash. Up through the end of the year. The second thing would be whatever the developments are with the PGA Tour live merger. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll look to that. But then the third thing is a Ryder Cup. Oh, yeah. So yep. That happens to be a Ryder Cup year um, for those. Oh, yeah. Those of you that aren't familiar with the Ryder Cup, it's a – is it – was that biennial? I can never remember. Is that twice a year or once every two years? Biannual or is it semi-annual? It's kind of no, like semi-annual twice is a year. twice a week? Bi-monthly week? would be twice a month, but people say bi-weekly is every other week. So yes. I don't know. Oh. Biannual maybe uh, yeah. every other year? Bi-yearly? Bi-yearly? Bi-annual. Bi-annually? I think that's right. Is that a grand slam or half a half it's a slam? It's a half grand slam. Half slam. Half, yeah. It's a, a grand big one. A couple big. Slam. That's a, a okay. biannual big one. It's a biennial. <laughs> it's like a plant. Well, it it happens every two Perennial. years, and it flanks the uh, President's Cup. Flanks. Um, so the Ryder Cup, namesake Samuel Ryder. Hmm. Not the core, not the current PGA Tour member, nope. Sam Ryder, but the original yes. Sam Samuel Ryder, and so it happens every two years, and it happens to be the United States versus Europe, mm-hmm. uh, and um, you've heard us talk about it here on the pod before. the The U.S. has had a pretty hard time winning mm-hmm. um, when they when they've crossed over to the pond. So this year. They will be headed back across the pond um, to Rome. It's a oh, course my. called Marco Simone, and uh, the last time, <laughs> the last time they played one of these little tricked-up courses out in the middle of uh, you not know, good, not, not good. a place you think of where when you you know you don't think of golf necessarily when you think of this place was was paris I think yeah it was, was it le golf huh? national le golf yeah. national yes it was it was a debacle and man that was a stacked team if you were i mean things things have changed rapidly mm. um rapidly because that team had tiger and phil if i if i remember mm-hmm. correctly and so that was a, that was a stacked team at a different time and uh, they crapped the bed and they they did not win, and um, you know they played so bad that they Tiger Woods was apologizing to Patrick Reed for playing bad, and um, it was it was just a kind of a microcosm, if you will, for how bad 
the U.S. does when they when they play in Europe. So this year, um, many many variables mm. at play, right? Some of the the fact that Europe isn't letting the live players play at least for mm-hmm. now. We'll see what kind of team we'll they field, um, and then you know Stenson Henrik Stenson, the original captain for Europe, gets ousted because of his affiliations with Live. And so now Luke Donald's the captain. Another variable here. Do either one of you happen to know how many of, of the 12 man rosters for each team? Do either one of you happen to know how many captain's picks there's going to be this year? I it was it's six. different per side. Oh, yeah. It's different per side, too, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, sorry, it can be different. Oh. I thought it was six for the U.S. That's what I saw. So maybe it's different yeah. than that for. Maybe. I believe it's six for both. Oh, but oh. you say that like that's normal. I feel like that is a lot. That's half the team is captain's picks. Yeah, I feel like eight and four makes more sense, or even ten and two. But yes. that is a lot of like hand picking, right? Because it is mm-hmm. would suck if you're for some reason like the seventh guy, but mm-hmm. your captain hates you. And you are you end up being number thirteen. You were right on the cusp, right? So close. Um, I, I honestly feel like it should be eight or ten. But again, mm-hmm. I'm not the captain. So again, if I was a captain, I would probably want to have the choice of mm-hmm. of how many auto versus how many captains picks. Um, but yeah, I know in the past Europe has done it has been different per side. But interesting, it's the same this year. Well, and I want to say usually Europe is the one that leans more towards the captain's picks, whereas mm. I, I feel like in the past the U.S. has maybe even gone as far as saying like, okay, 10 out of the 12 are going to be based on the ranking. And yeah. um, yep. I think so the I, Davis I was, Love year was 10, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, he's terrible. Oh, um, wow. I well, just, maybe that was why. I mean, Med- Medina, I was there. But that's where they set up the – the committees or whatever it was called. What was it? Well, thing? no, that that was when Phil belayed oh, yeah. uh, Captain Tom Watson. Yes, I believe that's right. that was 2014. Um, that was also committees. Jeez Louise. But no, it, it I I mean it has made a difference. I, mm-hmm. it hasn't made a difference in Europe, but at least in the US, uh, it has made a difference and they've had some pretty big wins. Yep. At, oh yeah. Was it Hazeltine, um, Whistling Street? Rates. And so now mm-hmm. they look to they look to go over there and and you know these variables I feel like and and I'm looking at the <clears throat> I'm looking at the picture here of ZJ current U.S. captain Zach Johnson mm-hmm. and does not instill a lot of confidence. I mean, mm. if that's the picture you're submitting um, as the face of the team, I Let's I don't look at it. Is it I, where he's got like really bad hair? Because he's had some bad hair pictures. Well, that's oh maybe. man, that's not good. The hair's I mean, out of place. Looks a little disheveled. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. I'm with you. So I don't, I don't know what kind of what kind of captain ZJ's gonna be. Um, <clears throat> do you, do you all have a thought either way on whether he's a whether he adds to the chances to win and. Um, brings the best out of the team, or whether he's a potential shit show and puts something into the mix that ends up making them lose. Do you guys have thoughts either way on ZJ? 
like you think yeah i mean i think he knows what it takes i'm not i'm not thinking he's yeah yeah i think he's he knows what it takes to win and i think i think that the u.s has has a cadre of extremely talented people uh players like i i I think over the last few years, our talent level has just gone through the roof. And I think it's people that are unafraid to go compete like this, these competitions. This is what these guys have done forever. They're younger. Uh, I I think there's less fear. I think there's less of the older school mentality. So I don't know. I I, I feel like he's going to put a good team together. I think the last team that they had, I mean, it, it, that team was phenomenal. I, I get it that they you had – of the live guys, what was it, Bryson, Brooks, and DJ that are on there? But I mean, I think he's going to put an awesome team together. And I don't think, you know, JT struggling a little bit. Maybe you don't pick him. I, I don't know. That's, but, yeah. Uh, Patrick Reed, me. Um, I don't think he's on there. Fowler, you know, I'm just re- recounting guys from the past. It's like Fowler, I think, would be an interesting pick, probably uh, somebody to inspire the team. Um, so I don't know. I I think he's got a lot of people to pick from, and if the live guys are you know open and at his disposal, then I think it adds you know three or four other guys. It could make it the the U.S. team pretty impressive. But as that okay, that speaks to the players. But I'm talking about the you know innate qualities. I about think ZJ. he's done it. Like, he's competed before, right? And I think he knows. Well, he, what that okay, takes. so his overall record in the Ryder Cup is eight, seven, and two. A winner, which, mm. not bad. Barely. Hey, I, that's uh, above five hundred. That's like a Dallas Cowboys uh, full season. Oh, here that's before they moved to seventeen games. That was a standard Cowboys season, eight, seven, and go. one. Right? Here we go. I mean, that's okay. pretty spot I, on. I'm not. I'm not getting it from Mark here. I'm actually kind of feeling a little bit like Mark's being like ZJ right now. I, no, I, I think he knows what he's doing. I think he's going to get the guys excited. I think the biggest factor to me is going to be the you know can the uh, what happens with live guys in Europe. Some of these stalwarts from the you know Europe team. What happens? You know, you got the Sergios and the Poulters and the Westwoods. Are they even remotely in the the conversation, or they're uh, or as as picks? I, I'm just saying, like some of those stalwarts <laughs> that are really the champions. Tour. Hey, Jeez. listen to my words, not to my statements. Um, yeah, like I, I, that's what I wonder. Like the the European tour outside of their top four or five. I think are unknown to maybe most of the world, but they have some really talented guys further down the list. So to me, that's the wild card. I, I think Zach Johnson's going to have him ready. I hear what you're saying in your question. I think he knows what it means to compete. He's been in the rooms. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Okay. Well, just so you know, Lee Westwood has earned – Three hundred and thirty-five thousand this year. So I mean, I'm just saying those stalwart guys that you've always heard about, always see on the team. Like, what's going to happen, yeah, Stephen? Anyway. I can't. I can't get an answer out of this guy. What? Yeah. Um. I, you know, here's my thing. I when I first heard it was Zach. I when I first heard it, I was like, makes sense. But when you start thinking about it, it's like, okay, two-time major winner. Probably the you know some of the best too, Masters and St Andrews, right? I mean, two of the coolest. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, and he, I remember growing up watching Zach. Not like he's older, right? He still plays, but like when he was more in his prime and winning more. And I, you know, he he was consistent. But did I think he was gonna ever be the level that would 
you know, when I thought about it more, be a captain. And I didn't know his record, Mike, so I'm glad that you told me his Dallas Cowboys record of, mm. of his performance. I Here would be curious to compare that against other previous captains to see if he's if that is kind of normal or not. But um, yeah, I'm pretty surprised by that. Um, uh, you know, he also doesn't seem like he's uh, has the like a loud voice. Again, I'm just judging a guy by his cover. He seems like too nice of a guy. Like I don't know if he could be like, hey, uh, uh, Scheffler's struggling a little bit with the putter. Hey, Scheffler. You're struggling day one with the putter. What are we going to do to get it fixed day two? He would be like, hey, I mean, uh, none of them do that. Like, give me a break. I don't know, but you're a captain. There's supposed to be a coach, and you got to be tough sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you got to be, you know, you're supposed to be tough and congratulatory and build people up, but sometimes you got to be tough. Like, if I'm Zach Johnson, I would be like, hey, Justin, Justin Thomas, you're not on the team. You've sucked all year. You're so far out of it. You can't, you can't I mean, uh, he's been awful. I would tell him, "Hey, you got to go win the Wyndham this week to for me to even consider you to get on there." Like I, I know he's got to finish like I think he has to finish 18th or higher to finish top 70 and make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so he has to finish eight t- uh, solo 18 or high. I mean, he's been awful. Yeah. Um, and I, if I'm Zach, I would have a tough conversation with him. I don't know if he's going to have it. Um, but to a second point, so Mike, hopefully that that was more straight answer than Mark gave. Uh, second point on this is with hey. European points, I'm looking at it here of their order of their points. I wonder how the heck they are doing their point system because a guy like Victor Hovland, who is always seems like consistent top tens, he is number 15 on the European oh. list. I mean, he's guaranteed a pick, but I'm shocked to see him that low so i really wonder how their point system on the european side works but that's mm-hmm. a whole different story i mean some spaniard named Uruguay's number number nine i don't know okay. who Uruguay is so i think they use two i think they use two systems though because on on european points he's not on the list but then on world points, he's number three. Yeah. Okay. And so, so maybe hash- he's like GP points and yeah. PGA. Correct. Hashtag denotes players who currently earn a spot on the team. So currently Ooh, the players that earn earn the spot on the team are Rory, John, Rahm, Robert McIntyre. Wow. Victor Hovland, Terrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood. So those are the six. Okay. It's a solid the, team. Man. The, the six for the U.S. is uh, Scheffler, Wyndham Rewards, Brian Harmon, Brooks Cooper, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay. Next six are Homa, Cam Young, Spieth, yeah. Keegan, Colin. Uh, that's Morikawa and and Flower. So got it. And then JT's the, fourteen. The whole thing is like top to bottom. The guys that we'll get will be. I mean, the twelve will be stacked. I think it'll be great. The difference is, Mark, when you made that comment about the European top six, they're they're good. Yeah, their bottom six Oof. are not good, and so that's we the also thing, don't get like, to see them. I mean, they, they all they're doing is competing in the DP World Tour. These names are not yeah, household but, names in the U.S. But if they were if they were crushed on DP, they would have already earned automatic exemption as a PGA. No, that's member. fair. That's fair. So Utagui, I, I mean, I, I mean, I. 
I will wake up on a Saturday and Sunday morning with my coffee and sit down and normally watch the the back nine holes on a Saturday and a Sunday of the European tour. I normally have my coffee that That's way pretty. and just kind of get going. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard of Utagui. I mean, I can name Utagui. a couple of DP players, but I don't know who Utagui is, and he's up there on the list. Supposedly mm-hmm. he's been really good. Okay, but but I, I'm going to instill a little fear here. So we got Rasmus Hoygaard. We got Matt Oof. Fitzpatrick. We got Sepp Straka, mm-hmm. Shane Laurie, oh, and Justin right. Rose. So it, don't act, Stephen, like these aren't some household names oh, yeah. on the Rose back is... half of the roster. Rose has yeah, won this but... year. He's won a tournament this year. I know, but he's kind of irrelevant. Out, you know, oh, I don't man. know. Man, and if they opened up the live floodgates, it could oh, be yeah. a route. And I, I so, agree. ZJ, what, what do you mean on the like against US? You think? No, I mean if they could bring in a couple, of, like maybe bringing Sergio into the team room or something. Like maybe you think it'll you be know, a route if they get well, the guys? I, really? And I, the reason I say that is because I'm a little nervous about ZJ. I don't know uh, if he's, to okay. your point, mm-hmm. he's more like an agile coach than a, than a Ryder Cup coach. He, I don't know if he's got the <laughs> backbone to do the job. Come on, and guys, just, get those cards in. Let's do this. I'm getting some serious, some serious, like, <laughs> Haven vibes here. Like, he, like he's just not even going to connect with the team, and they're going to be like, you're a dork, CJ. Get out of here. Uh, and I don't know. So I, I hope I'm pleasantly surprised. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if ZJ is the white knight to come in and reverse this longtime streak of the mm-hmm. U.S. not winning in Europe, but we'll see. Going to be fun. Uh, I like it this. Is is gonna, my, uh, it's going to be good dialogue for a while to come. I like it. Irregardless, it is going to be fun. And I, I thought it was going to be kind of crappy with Liv, but it's um picked up some steam here, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, quickly on to the senior British. So oh. I don't know if either one of you got a chance to watch oh, this, yeah. this puppy, but it was on the spec of the map great. in Wales. And man, was it some good golf. And I tell you, I, I got a chance because I was actually at a place that had cable oh. and um, I was nice. able to watch it. And it was up to 40 mile an hour gusts oh, yeah. in Wales. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy out there. Like, VJ couldn't even wear a visor because nope. it would have blown off. <laughs> Harrington had a stocking cap on, poorly worn. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like... It was I, something I wanna... else. Like, I don't know how they got... Oh, it, man. Some of the guys were in rain jackets, but you had Cheka just going <laughs> oh, yeah. like a badass. Oh, yeah. Like, it was hot. insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he had... He had the visor. He had the the stocking cap down to like here. He was like yeah. one of the seven dwarfs. Yes, yeah, sleepy. That was it. And was some impressive. Happen to see what Colin shot? No. Um. No. It's the same number twice. <laughs> Seventy-seven, eighty-eight, eighty-eight. Oh, wow. Baby. Yeah. Did that? It um, looks so bad over there. I just can't believe they played. It was fun. And, and then it went it into a playoff. That's what I, <laughs> I know. Want. Oh, yeah, and it went I to a know. playoff. That is what it should be. Yeah, I, I did but, I did end up watching that. Man. So mm. that was interesting. But, um, you know, I tell you, I I have been harping here about how, why is it so difficult to be able to watch Literal golf. harp. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to find the early – it was almost up to, you know, the – 
the midway of the round, and I had to find. It was on like MSNBC or CNBC mm-hmm. Peacock or, or something. It was on Peacock, yeah, some weird channels. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. It was on Peacock, and then yeah, yep. finally by the time it came on NBC, I'm like, shoot, they're on what thirteen or something? Oh yeah, yeah. they were almost. Yep. A, it's it's a travesty, but yeah. not not nearly as much of a travesty. Well, that one, no one on the uh, ESPN Worldwide Leader in Sports listens to this pod because I've gone back out here oh. for the second daily? or third week in a row to the champion scores on ESPN.com. And the video is daily reflects on yes. first win since 2004. As it should so, be. Um, Cheka couldn't even, couldn't even get a video. Apparently ESPN doesn't care about the seniors. Mm-hmm. Um only some of them. Speaking of seniors, did I see that the the president um, took a fall lately? I thought I, you know, like I said, I'd which the which cable. time? <laughs> I thought lately I saw he him falls a lot. Fall down. Okay. Fall down. Well, yeah. Okay. He fell at the Air Force uh, graduation ceremony back in like Not June. Good. Not good. Not a good look. Um, I mean, he stumbled on his words a lot. Does that count? Like he's lied, like to where he said that he hasn't been part <laughs> okay. of business deal. He stumbled over <laughs> on to the count? next topic. Okay, sorry. Just want to make sure, I guys. I just I saw he fell. I wanted to make sure because I because yeah, you know now I had access to news, Wheel Fortune, Jeopardy. Like I mean, mm-hmm. it was wow. It was a lot of like fun Mike, have... did you did you get a big bonus or something? Jeez. You got cable. No, I just I said I visited someone that cable, oh. but it's oh, oh that's right. Yeah, okay. yeah. it's right. nice. Well. Oh. I mean, hopefully uh, but, at the Airbnb this weekend, Mike, we can get, get yeah, you some Yeah, we could just TV. post you up in front of the TV and let you go to town. Yeah. You can skip can golf. We'll just let yeah. you watch TV since you don't really No, okay. he's not skipping golf. He's getting no, out there. He, yeah, he's, yeah. he needs need one round a year. Yeah. I'll, I'll, after nine, I'll come back and watch Frazier. There you go. Steven, the other thing, too, golf.com, if you recall, had recommended the best place to store golf balls was the freezer and you tried to pedal some bs advice to our listeners last week by putting hot hands during the winter golf balls yeah so oh that's a no-go well i mean the the golf.com recommendation you store golf balls in the freezer yeah but but when it's when it's cold outside in dallas and in december and you're playing golf and it's 37 degrees with the 25 mile hour wind yeah you put some hot hands in your pocket you got an extra you throw it in the ball bag well, first of all, I'm watching Frazier while you're out playing. But secondly, don't you want it to be as hard as ice, as a rock, so it goes further? No, I don't want to. I, I, you, do you enjoy the vibration up up the shaft and into your hands when you hit a when you hit a rock or a tree well, I mean, trunk? That, no, that's what it's going to feel like. I played baseball. You want it to be able to compress. Yeah, you, you need some compression. All right. To some really you know, sling off that Nike Sasquatch driver you mm-hmm. got. Oh yeah. Okay, we'll we'll look it up. I there was a golf.com article I was gonna go through about how to retrain your hands to oh. be a good putter, but I don't want to share that advice before I take your money this weekend. So <laughs> Okay. And, and just right, to Mike, be clear, I'll be just bring some sneaking, bills. Sneaking into your bedroom and taking it from your wallet, not um likely <laughs> on the golf course. But sleep with a strokes, right, Mike? <laughs> but see, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of the way I play. I craft the game. Such that I'm still in it because if it was just merit, I think Stephen might win. But Mark and I like to craft the game to where oh, yeah. we can we can double blind wolf, one eyed Charlie, dipsy do, <laughs> hammer press right left. Cow cow. Uh, I love the 
the auto press. I love oh, it. Yeah. Um, lastly, thanks to um, what's this asshole's name, Ridley, Whoa. for not giving me tickets again yep. to the Masters this I got year. The Did either one of you get? We're uh, definitely not going to get podcast credentials out there. Now that you called him an asshole, Mike. Oh, nice, Mike. Maybe he they're listens trying to, to keep, the podcast. Yeah, they're trying to keep us down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we don't see, get, they, okay. they're trying to create their own podcast at some point mm-hmm. called, like, you know, Crow's Nest or something, and then work direct competition. Okay. Yeah, All I got right, the denial email again. I don't, I, they're going to have to pay me for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave that out. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. Okay, Crow's Nest. I like the idea of that. And that could be our daily pod. You know, it's like Weekend at Berkman's is the foundation. Mm hmm. And then the crow's nest is Just where keep growing layers. Maybe we should have been crow's nest because we're a bunch of amateurs doing a podcast, and that's where the amateurs sleep. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. Always On next everybody's... year. There's always next year. Well, there is always next year, but when you never get picked, does it really matter? No. No. Yeah. Okay. On everybody's favorite segment. The old drink review. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. start with the old man. You got a treat, gentlemen, <laughs> listeners. I got a real treat for you here. So I'm on location. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm on a work trip. You know, I we like to keep it lively and sprite. We we don't we don't take take a day off. You know, we 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 do this regardless of where we're at. You know, where we are. Um, I'm in Austin, uh, and so I thought I'd go with something local. Uh, and so I hopped down to the, uh, the, the restaurant here in the hotel, shout out to, uh, um, the, the, my, our friends here at the, uh, hotel we're staying at, but the champions bar and grill, uh, had a local from the St. Elmo brewing company. Uh, and Ooh. it's, yes, uh, it's, and it's the Carl Kolsch. The, here's here's how they have it described. It's full flavored yet drinkable. I don't quite understand that. If something's flavored, mm. like why wouldn't it be drinkable? But whatever. Oh, full flavored yet very drinkable, perfectly refreshing for the eight month Texas summer. I can attest <laughs> the length of our summer. It's a German Pilsner malt, Tet Tetninger hops, and I don't know what that's it. and clean Kolsch yeast come together in a graceful harmony to make the perfect everyday beer. I would attest to that. This is a good one. This is a, uh, I'm a I'm a three and a half out of five lawnmowers on this guy. Uh, very drinkable, uh, nice, light, good taste on the on the mouth, and then the aftertaste is nice too. Uh, Saint Elmo. I'm gonna have to look them up. Uh, you know, this week while I'm here, and then uh, maybe when we're back. But uh, yes, yeah, really good. Give it. A You're try. gonna join their beer club. Mm, <laughs> I'm a one. I'm a one uh, man. I'm a one beer club kind of guy. I can't. Got I can't it. do more than one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Marcus, if you're in Austin, want to visit Marcus? Saying it's your local Ramada. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Marriott property. <laughs> well, I'm a Marriott guy. You know, I like to keep my my loyalty with one, so I can get some points. Ramada. Yeah. No, I I wanted to go local. Stay under the overpass. It was a little. It was a little touch and go getting here. That's all I gotta say. It was. It was a little touch and go. But the city of Austin. It's a nice place. A lot of traffic. A lot of traffic. Hopefully, less Maybe. touch and more going. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Say all right. Was. Well. Yeah, that particular review wasn't full flavor, but um, 
Anyway, wow. bring us bring us home, Stephen. Bourbon Hunter. Mean? Well, guys, got a real treat. <laughs> oh, all right. So if you guys remember, what a can of Pepsi. What is that? Last summer, when you know we were still in our infant stages of doing this, you know, podcast, I was turned on in multiple ways Whoa. to the uh, <laughs> Honey Bear <laughs> from Martin House, which is oh. the amazing, the amazing uh, honey jalapeno sour, and I think I'm, I'm missing something in there. Honey jalapeno and something else in there. Amazing. Yeah, what was it? Probably lime. Jalapeno. Something like that. Yeah. Well, uh, this is the second time I've had it. I've sent this to you guys, but I was at my local TJ's, Trader Joe's, the other day, and I always Ooh. just kind of walked past the aisle and in, in hopes of just miraculously seeing some more of that good old Martin House stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, decided to pick up this, and you know what? I, I, I'm I'm kicking the crew. I want to act like y'all this week. I had this, and I, I, uh, I was like, you know what? Kind of want to give them a shout out, but also it, it's kind of like a kick in the teeth to Martin House because I still am pissed at them for not bringing it back. But this is the watermelon crush. What? Okay. The watermelon sour Sam ale. Heck this to you guys before. Imagine a watermelon um, warhead in drinkable form, but le- a little less, uh, probably half the amount of sour. Oh, uh, okay. it's drinkable. Very quaffable, yeah. quaffable. Um, but it, it's unique. It's in a big can. This is a uh, this is a big boy. This is uh, that is like a twenty two boy. That a uh, it actually doesn't 40? say it on here. They just want you to have fun. Hmm. Um, I have no clue. It doesn't <laughs> even say it. Yeah, my house just whatever like, goes. I don't know if I like sure that's legit. Warheads or Airheads better? I it's I got the sweet little Martin House logo. Okay. It's legit. Yeah, Martin House. All right. Uh, but yeah, so I've I've had this two or three times before. It's kind of one of those like funsies, like you know, funsies. I can have one, but I want two of them. Probably not. But not without um, some cavities. Yeah, Oof. exactly. Uh, but for me, it's more to just to give them a shout out and say, hey, it's pretty good. Um, it's above average, but you know what's excellent? Honey Bear, bring it back, Martin House. And yes, at some <laughs> point, before I leave the state of Texas. Mike, we will go back up to your old stomping grounds. We will dress up like bears, and we will <laughs> drizzle honey all over ourselves inside the store to make that cleanup. Oh, I would pay it's to gonna see get weird, that. But there will be videos of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I. They've That's got me. some weird. They got some weird flavors there. But, they do. Uh, honey bear also had pineapple. That was, I think that was the pineapple. There you go. Yes. Yeah, the one, I, uh, uh, the one I definitely uh, revolted at that I saw online is they did like a Hellman's Mayo Ale. No. Uh, yeah. They like to get really weird, and I'm kind of sitting there going, like, are you trying to give your customers stomach problems? Uh, but, yeah, to each their own. Each their own. So, Stephen, I need to do a little bit of market research here, given that <clears throat> we're going to be with you this weekend and probably forcing alcohol on you. Um Whoa. So what 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 kind of beer would you say you you like? Like I mean, other than other than the honey bear, like what do you have kind of a go to that you know you'd prefer that we give you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Dos Equis guy and probably Yingling number two. Um, There's certain brewers I just don't drink from. We'll leave that out of it. But y'all are well 
wear that and those won't be <laughs> at all in the house on the Charmin um, list. Um, do you like, but, um, yeah. do you like love street? That's, that's pretty cool. No, you don't like, no, you don't like, love street? And Bev. okay. Nope. You sure? They're carbosh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I, I, I'm I took gonna... care. I took care of his, his, his palate. Don't worry. I got, I got some of that taken care Thank of. Thank you, Mark, for, uh, you know, caring about the palate, but also just kind of sticking to sticking to what we know. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna sneak. Yeah. I'm gonna sneak one past the goalie. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> me a real knee slapper, <laughs> but I do. Mark, uh, Mark and I were collaborating a little bit today because I couldn't take any more work, and uh, I got a real. <laughs> I got a real yeah. treat for you. Real treat. Uh oh. Yeah, I'll just let you have to deal with someone. What? What? So, okay. Just right, don't we'll worry. No, about you. It. I got a real treat for you. You'll you'll see it. You'll see okay. it. Right. It will be revealed when it needs to be. I think you're going to oh, be. Oh, will be revealed soon. Okay. I think you're going to uh -huh. be happy with it. Um, Mark, I am extremely, extremely disappointed in you uh -oh. because Oktoberfest is back. It was on the shelves. and um, I'm not home. I know that. I saw well, it. I don't it's know. Too, to do. too soon. Would you stop with the too soon? This guy's a broken record. Everything's too soon. You probably you know drink we take... pumpkin spice lattes all year round. All year. And it is <laughs> Oktoberfest is back in July. Man, it does I feel love a little it. soon, but I like it. I drink it. It's I love not. it. I love it's Oktoberfest. Not. So when you get back, each okay. we pick up a, a case uh, or a keg of uh, Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. will come over. We'll oh, do the on man, location. Yes. Steven, yeah, I'm thinking okay. the 40th. It's gonna be it's gonna be glorious. And, okay. Uh, yeah. But uh, this... one of y'all get the full keg. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks. Um, so this time around, I I guess this is kind of like a post homage to the uh, to the British, even though this is Murphy's imported stout. So this particular one, I believe, is. Ooh. Irish. I want you to hear it. So it's got one of them little dealies in it when you open it. The nitrogen or whatever. It's got some nitrogen or something. I got a little bit of smoke coming off, but I wanted to do the pour now because it's got it's something special uh, when it gets done here. And um, it's even got instructions mm. on it oh. <clears throat> on how to pour it. Now, Ooh. I want to say that I mean, That's this is meaty. a no brainer, but it looks we'll, like heartburn. We'll do it anyway because we got a little while here while I'm pouring this. <laughs> What's the quintessential Irish stout? Guinness. Guinness. That's right, Guinness. So when I went over to uh, Ireland Guinness. when I was doing the the golf trip and we took a special anniversary trip over there, sat down at a one of the first bars, maybe the first bar with friend Terry, and there happened to be <laughs> uh, Murphy's on oh, yeah. draft. And really? I'm like, what is Murphy's? And often. I tell you what, what? You don't see you don't see it very often on draft. Oh, you you were over there. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you don't see it very. Oh, yeah. You barely see it in cans no, over yeah. here. But um, happen to find it. And uh, I want you to I wanted you to see what that's like. You got kind of it's kind of like a uh, mm. chocolatey oh, yeah. head here up at the top, and it's um I'd say what's that about three quarters of an inch. And that that part right there at the top is lovely. It's kind of like how when you have a pumpkin spice latte. Oh yeah. Not, no, I'm sorry. Pumpkin cream cold brew, and you yeah, got the cream nice. up at the top. And those first first two sips are kind of the best. And it's really the only thing I'm missing here is like a, a shamrock on top mm -hmm. of here or something. But you can see it's it's dark like motor oil, 
but it's got that three-quarter inch uh, kind of creamy foam head at the mm -hmm. top. Just how they drew it up. And it's really not that dark. It's 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 oh, actually a kind of a light beer. There. It's not it's, heavy. Well, it looks dark, right? Yeah, but but it's not. But it's kind of like Boddington's, where it's oh, where yeah. it's fairly quaffable. So, problem with these bad boys is you have about three or four of them. You're not gonna be able to fit in your pants because they're right. um, they're <laughs> not pretty, light on the calories. They're not light. They do taste good, and they I tell you what, they go <laughs> great with a thick, dense brown bread. Dynamite bowl of seafood chowder. Mm. Um, but yeah, Man, you, ready you for better be walking 36 yeah. mm -hmm. um, after you have that. So, uh, but this is, yeah, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I love it over there. I love watching on TV. Mm -hmm. That Sunday round at the Senior British totally redeemed. Totally um, redeemed yourself. That's good. Just in terms of what I expected from over there. And this brings back some great memories for it does look good, Tara and the, yeah. and the crew. And uh, mm -hmm. looking forward to creating some more memories on the course this weekend. Oh, yeah. Hey, your money. Staying at jails. <laughs> All right. On to Potpourri. Oh. Um, just a few updates. It smells this time so around. good. So, does it, though? Potpourri? Oh. Potpourri Irish smell was oh, garbage. That's good. I mean, I get the good stuff. It's like a candle. Not all candles should be allowed to be burned. But nope. anyway, on to potpourri. So some big news. Oh, big, big, big news in the huge. NFL. Oh, especially as it huge. relates to the uh, Cowboys division. So eight seven one. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, one. <laughs> Jeez, they play was that 15 16 carry the one do they play, oh, they might play 17 they okay. play they, yeah this last year was the first year for first 17. year it's always been 16 yep. 8 7 but, 2 um <laughs> but forfeited, the, uh, forfeited one of the games don't worry washington commanders Oof. forced forced to be sold yeah how uh, do you how do you force somebody to sell their team like i don't get how that works I haven't read it. I just don't get how you can force him to sell the team. It's it's one of those. It's like we won't force you, but we'll not allow you to have first round draft picks. We will mm. also force you to lose your cheerleaders on the side. All that, like all sorts of, will like take Oof. more of your. Rev I don't know. I'm just joking about the cheerleaders, oh. but maybe it's more like more of your revenue from mm, merchandise. Okay, like so, it's a we will hit you in the wallet. Mm. So if you don't like that, I suggest I taking the buyout. Mm. Okay. So he it's, sells it's, it to the league? Like, I, maybe I'm really no. missing. Mm -mm. Okay. The next owner. Some other or guy. Owner group. Mm. Yeah. It's a bit ironic, isn't it, Stephen? That the uh, there's corruption on the team that's uh, located in Washington D.C. Isn't that mm -hmm. shocking? Shocking. A little bit ironic there. But are you are you guys? So they, I would say, out of the Eagles have 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 lately been the ones with the most success. The Giants may be coming back a little. Washington's been you count on them for last place. Are you guys mm. nervous now with the change up at the top? Maybe maybe a little bit more competition in the division. So could be could be a bad thing with them I getting think, sold. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, time will tell. Feel, I, I don't. Like I don't know. I. I, I I feel like selling them doesn't automatically mean they have better better offense and defense. I mean, they Fair. struggled a bit. 
Um, had, probably had a toxic culture. Culture wasn't good. And we know <laughs> culture drives your breakfast eating. Hmm. Another huh? another big change as it relates to college. Did you? Okay. Another big change as it relates to college football college with your team and your conference. Guess who's coming back? Coming oh, back, baby. With the Colorado. Oh, yeah. Back to the Big 12. Oh, yeah. Back. Like they never left. You know what? And honestly, Nebraska should lead the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, the Big 10, because, mm-hmm. I mean, they've been irrelevant over there. At least they were good in the Big 12 back Seriously. in the day. So maybe we're bringing the Big 12 back. Maybe come we're back. Out, we're kicking out the weirdos in Austin. We're kicking out, uh, you know, some school south of Oklahoma State, wherever that is. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I think we're honestly going to be better. We're bringing in some, you know, former national champ, U, uh, UCF. Undisputed, undefeated yeah. national champ back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, guaranteed. Undisputed. Some other, some other, you know, we're bringing in, uh, uh, you know, where we get a lot of uh, former employer employees from BYU, right? So, mm. I mean, other team. I mean, I think it's going to be good. We got some more Pac-12 teams lined up to come in, so I think it's going to be good. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I. I'm sure it's lovely there. I don't lovely. I don't. What do you mean there? You, hey, you know what? I think if Purdue joined the Big Twelve, they might go from like almost dead last to maybe oh, like I think geez. they could maybe beat at like. Uh, uh, I, well, you might be better than Kansas. Yeah, I think like you and Kansas instead of being like dead last, I think maybe like second to last. Like you would beat out Kansas probably. Actually, no, Kansas got wow. better, so maybe Big Twelve move wouldn't be good for Purdue. Well, here's the wow. there's the root against. It didn't even take yeah, the end of the pot. It didn't take the root against. Wow. But in basketball, we... though, you would be you would be competing with Kansas, right? So you got to put it in perspective. You suck a ball, but you're at least good at basketball. You know, the second best sport. But you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what see what Marnak thinks about this oh. in a little while. Oh, that oh. will teed up for him. But okay. Yeah, better. You better sleep with one eye open with these one eye open. coming into the Big 12 here. A little <laughs> bit more competition. We're getting back up to the namesake number. Namesake. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're back and to 12. Yeah. We might be passing Are it. you? Yeah. That's Buff is 13. I am. Okay. Back to actually having a uh, conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball. Wait, we've had it for a few years now, Mike. I went to one and pretty much lost my voice and my kind of will for living. But hey, well, we can keep going. We'll keep going. But this lie, oh this it shows gosh. you. Yeah, yes. Baseball. So Rangers continue to do the backslide. They're only up a half game on the Strohs. Uh, Strohs got the uh, all the garage it's working apparently this year. Uh, coming back on the second half of the season. So about. 150 games left. Um, sorry, Mark. I, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll hold on. Yeah, we'll maybe, see. I don't know. Maybe not. But not feeling I think too confident here. No, their record's still good enough. They'll. It, it should at least make the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. Lastly, uh, F1. So this particular week happened to be in Belgium. Hmm. Um. So there's a in case you don't know, um, F1 is a sport where 
other racers race. There are many race. cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are many it's, cars on the track. There's many, many cars. Um, but you <sighs> wouldn't know that because nope. uh, the, this Verstappen wins again. I am proposing, and this is a weekend at Bergman's oh. Original, and we will we will trademark both Crow's Nest and what I'm about to say on this pod. Um, yeah, Marks, feel free to contribute whenever. Um <laughs> Wow. I propose we change the name of the sport from F1 to Verstappen 1. Mm-hmm. Because that's <laughs> that's all that happens. He, he wins again. His teammate, uh, Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez wins again. Um, but I do have a way to stop him. And all you got to do, either put him on 45 <laughs> when there's a wreck or... Have either one of you been to this absolute, complete abomination called George Bush Intergalactic? Oh, yes. I was there today. That's how I got here. Oh, Oh, traffic. Oh, my goodness. It is like one time when I went to Shinnecock with Terry and I had to come back in from I would rather be out in the middle of the ocean, have to drive back down Long Island, sit in LaGuardia for 30 minutes then this this is the absolute worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's you, it, yeah, I'm with you. It, it's horrible with a capital H. There was I, I don't know who planned that thing. I don't know what their deal was. I get that we had COVID, but like do some work during COVID. It feels like it's moving at a snail's pace. We made the mistake of parking on property, had to go through Terminal D. Like all these international flights land at Terminal D. It looks like derelict. It looks horrendous. Yes, it is the worst terminal in a major city I've ever seen in my life. And it's like, welcome to Houston. Have you flown lately, Stephen? Out of there? Uh, not out of there, but I've been picking up from there. Kelly has a couple oh. times. And, yeah, the uh, car pickup for, I guess it's D, right, That's is like really. they practically – the two left lanes they've made into pickup lanes, and there's only one lane out. Like, And you're practically – like there's people I'm sure going to get hit because yeah. the right lane is going – Under scaffolding. Going yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, mean, it it's crazy. Oh, it's a such a disaster. And here's the thing is I picked up Kelly one time very late at night, very late. And it was still mm. awful. Oh, it's horrible. Late at like 11 something midnight at night. It was awful. So like, luckily I have not had to pick somebody up at 6 p.m. on like a Thursday evening because or a Sunday evening, whatever yeah. it might be. I mean, good grief. It's terrible. I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm not exaggerating that if you had like a 7 p.m. flight, you would need to leave the house at like 30 to, to guarantee. We, we left. Were... Yeah. I mean, we had a six forty flight tonight. We left at little, little after four, I'm going to say like four o'clock from the woodlands area. We threw, got there parked through to check in. We had about 45 minutes till the flight, you know, it, it, it is, hmm. it is, it, it wasn't bad, but I mean, it just, you, you park, on the street and you don't move <laughs> like it's it's horrendous and wow. then you get up there and it's like oh it's because you know the one minivan trying to pick up 84 people with a you know a bunch of luggage is parked in the middle of the street and the po- cop is blowing whistle at them 
but bless their heart, they don't know what it means to get the whistle blown at them. So they sit there, and then the cop yells at them, and then it becomes, I mean, it is a train wreck. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Man, now my blood pressure's up. Thanks. That's the only, that's the only way I can see for stopping. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. He will not make it through there. There's no way. He, him versus one of those park and fly buses. Park and fly bus wins every time. <laughs> oh man, they're getting a little surly as well. Oh, oh, I had, oh yeah. I'm yes. like, sir, I thought you were yes. here for the public. He's not. He's there to no. crunch my car. Correct. They're, everybody's getting a little sick Correct. and tired. Yep. Oh yeah. It's crazy. I actually saw a ladder on 45 yesterday. So I know oh. we like to talk about like mini fridges, ladders, ladder. yeah. <laughs> yeah, did see a ladder yesterday. Nice. Do you stop and pick it up or? Uh, no. no, it was, it was, uh, it was a eight foot ladder. It l- looked like it had been through it and back, maybe hit a mm, semi, okay. but. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So Verstappen won again, huh? In that like eighth in a row, eight in a row. Yeah, I don't know if that's a record or tied for record, but um, the season is absolutely I mean, do, over. Do, second, I assume the last place guy still wins some money, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I assume these other guys are still making some cash. Like, it just blows my mind. I, yeah, I honestly gotta don't. Be. I mean, Gibbs, Gibbs uh, has the one car in there, right? Was it Gibbs that has the one car? And they're awful, like, every single time. Oh, they, he doesn't have a partner, I don't think. Or maybe he oh, does. Yeah. But there's one of those teams that, like, I think it's Gibbs Racing who, mm. who used to own the Redskins, I think, uh, Gibbs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they do NASCAR coach, as well. Right. Coach, yeah, he was a coach, yeah. That's what it is, uh, coach. Um, Close enough. Uh, but I mean, they're still in it, so you can't you can't be an F one for years and years and years. Have your team coming last, but yeah, not okay. make money. I mean, mm. it's it's a money making sport. Mm. It's kind of yeah, like, okay. um, well, I won't hit on Purdue. Who? Uh, it's kind of like the Colts. Colts have had some down years. There's a root against like four win. Here we go. Four win, but again, they're making money. Ursay's a billionaire, mm. right? So, a lot of cash. All right. It re- yeah, it really doesn't matter who else is. This is that's my thing is like put give a fan I mean, a chance. Yeah. It get, makes get, no difference. Yep. Put somebody from the audience. I would love to see like a Mario Andretti in his prime. I know it's F1's different than Indy, but it's like like give me Rick Mears, Mario Andretti, Emerson Fittipaldi, one of these guys from back in I want I want to see I want to see all the greats go at this and i mean i want to see like how does he stack up against some of these other guys i mean don't get me wrong they didn't win eight indy car races in a row but it's like i don't know like this dude's is it that amazing or is the competition that bad is like yeah i don't know so you want a nicholas versus tiger is what you want oh yeah That's oh yeah I, a bear versus a tiger mike you know <laughs> these the the old school indianapolis guy you know, oh yeah 500 guys did you who did guys? you did you name Foyt? Oh, AJ Foyt, oh, another good one. Oh man, yeah, John Foyt, like the actor, not John AJ. Oh, sorry. AJ Foyt. Yeah, it was always a little little contentious back oh, in the yeah. day whether you were a Foyt guy or a Mears guy. Oh yeah, oh um, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Fittipaldi. I think you forgot Lion Dyke. Oh, Ari Lion Dyke. Yeah, that's my that's my heritage. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I guess. that's good but, stuff. Um, I, you know, I was, I would say throughout my life, I've gone through various phases of being a asshole contrarian. And I can oh. remember 
when Schumacher was dominating F1. Oh, I'm yeah, like, this is yeah. a this is just a dumb sport. Yep. It's yep. like you the sport might as well be who can build the best car. Yep. Right? Like just a construction competition. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm right. I mean, it's been dynasties. It's been Schumacher. Yep. Bingo. It's been Hamilton. Now it's been Verstappen. And I'm like, what is the effing point, people? As Mark mm-hmm. would say, get real. Mm-hmm. And for some <laughs> reason, this one, another sham with the Premier League not having a postseason, but people around the world love it. Mm-hmm. Sham, wow. Just a quick flavor country. Mm. So I wanted to ask uh, fellow podcast hosts here, what is your what is your favorite breakfast food oh and i and maybe this is a, a little bit controversial because there's the whole sweet versus savory there's the you know breakfast versus brunch you know booze for you know it's like the you got all these different opinions maybe too on what breakfast mm. is but what is your kind of like go to breakfast food and i don't want you to tell me it's the old man sampler platter like i you don't get eggs and casserole <laughs> and this i want like a like if you could get one one thing on your plate for breakfast what would that be and i Mark's know Mark still thinking knows. so i can go oh, oh really okay yeah no, he, I, looked, I, I no, he looked like he was thinking okay go ahead I'll no go for me. it please go okay for i'll it. go um this is a tough one, Mike, because you oh, know me. Gosh. I love Here we go. tacos, you know, uh, breakfast tacos, all that kind of stuff. But one thing I always will look for mm. on a, you know, if we're going somewhere for a brunch or a nice breakfast, whatever, mm. one thing I'll, you know, it's not like a Waffle House, right? Like a nice, nice breakfast. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always look for a good eggs Benedict. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. then yeah. The, the question is, are you a traditional uh canadian bacon guy or you like the crab benedict or the cuban like what's your go-to there's many but i'm more of the I know standard but not uh, i i will sometimes get it with the canadian but i, I like to sub it out i'll say hey put put on the american stuff on there put the real stuff make it crispy give me some real the, bacon the on ham mm-hmm. oh the yeah. bacon yeah real Perfect. bacon yeah, yeah make it crispy a, a benedict with bacon yeah Ooh, i bacon. do it oh yeah yeah oh, what about blue cheese? Oh no, no, that dominates. No, <laughs> you only put that on barbecue on Mark's plate, right? Um, um, but, okay, all right. But no, yeah, eggs Benny probably. Okay, wow. eggs Benny, and I feel like that's something that's relatively new. Like, there's no way you were getting that in Fountain Square. No. That must have been something when you got to. <laughs> Your, your palate has improved since yes. the days yeah, of so your. Yes. So as my wallet. And, you know, back then it was probably like Ooh, Whataburger Taquitos. Now it's like Eggs Benny, right? So. Okay. Gone up on, gone up in life. Man. If you, you, right, so you said one breakfast food that I, uh, you know, is like the top of them all. To me, that's a nice, thick cut piece of bacon. Cooked to perfection. To me, that is the quintessential breakfast item. If I'm allowed to make it into a meal, I'm a I'm an omelet guy. I love eggs, eggs, all their forms. Uh, omelet, scrambled, over hard, over maybe slightly meaty. I'm not a big runny yolk guy, but I think an, a nice omelet, bacon, cheddar cheese, some peppers, some onions, 
maybe some garlic in there, a little bit of spinach. Here we go. We've now diverged into two to three different things. You asked me. My, ba- <laughs> my like he, he gave you a dish. His dish has is a component, oh, well, thought, a component tree. Bacon is my answer. Food. Just, if you're like, I want a, no. I want a dish, then I need, I need an omelet. Maybe I bacon. heard the question differently than Mark. I was just thinking, what do you order versus oh. singular item? Because if it's a singular item, yeah, I'm going with crispy bacon. Boom, but if bacon. I'm going, but if I'm going like, you know, what's your what's your order? Because Mike, you said not the countryman's breakfast and the hunger man's, yeah. right? So that's that. I was thinking plate what is on your plate mm. so okay mm. mike what's yours what's yours mike i don't i don't know why but i'd say ever since i was young i kind of leaned towards the the biscuits and gravy i Ooh. i don't mm. i don't know what it is and and i like you know the problem with the biscuits and gravy is you're working against the clock yes <laughs> the gravy starts to set in yep. a little bit starts oh, to get yeah. a little bit cold and the biscuit gets a little I, I like a nice moist fluffy biscuit and if it gets yeah hard oof i'm with you yeah 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 yeah. but here's a uh weekend at berkman's pro tip oh. so you go to cracker barrel and baby they got a pretty good that's you could have stopped there you could have stopped mm-hmm. there <laughs> they got the they got the sawmill gravy oh, yeah. which is a white and peppery gravy with a little bit of a. Uh, and they have dynamite sausage patties there and they, yep. they crumble them up in there. And, um, you know, that comes with pretty much every, every heart attack on a plate oh, yeah. meal. Mm. And you can get though, when you sit down, you ask them, you say, Hey, I'd like the pre-meal biscuit sampler platter. And they will bring pre-meal that out biscuit sampler platter. Okay. And that's free. And that comes with, oh. And that comes with. I think it's free as long as you're you've mm-hmm. committed to Dining ordering in. them yes, correct. later. <laughs> and um, and you, you, know, you get you get that with a gravy. You get that with some jellies, and um, mm. that's pretty dynamite. Now there are and there are varying gravies. There's darker gravies. There's um, oh. gravies with sausage. There's gravies without sausage. Some of them with almost whole chunks. Um, there's jalapeno gravy. Mm-hmm. There's some Fieri talks about, which is like red eye gravy, and I'm not oh. really sure what that is. But no, um, maybe it's maybe it's growing up in the north, mm. um, and you just in the in the winter you needed something that would stick oh, to yeah. your stick ribs. Stick to your ribs, and uh, and that's Steven, what I liked. Are you raising your hand? Yeah, well, I was just going to comment and say, Mike, I think your spot, I mean, that's a that's a top few for me, too, is biscuits and gravy. I oh, mean, yeah. it's phenomenal. Mm. But what I'll say is the the high side versus the low side in biscuits and gravy, it can be so yeah. drastic that yeah. you can order biscuits and gravy and go, mm. oh, my God, I wouldn't feed this to my dog. Mm-hmm. I screwed up a potential grape, you know, getting something else that's great. Or you can get it and you're like, holy crap. I hit the jackpot. I found a phenomenal one. Mm. But I think there's the biggest discrepancy between good and bad in that meal. And that's why it is rolling the dice every single time. Unless you know it's good, you are rolling the dice. Because there is bad and there is phenomenal. Yeah. That's pretty You'd true. say the I same mean, thing about bacon. I mean, some people well, make it limp and uh, come on. No, like, you got you order a crispy. Crispy. And then, yeah, that's and, my point. Yeah, okay. No, I, I order you. crispy every single time. And I'm like, if it doesn't come out crispy, I send it back. Send it back. Send it so, back. Yeah. But here's the thing. 
if you're getting that shit off the continental breakfast that Mark's getting tomorrow morning, that stuff sucks. And yeah, that... that's not bacon. Mark. I'll, I'll take some pictures. I'll send you some pictures. Oh, oh my god, that's used oh, yeah. belts that they cut oh, up. Yeah. It's used belts. <laughs> but I, uh, the I, continental I, breakfast at a Mid America hotel. It's amazing. Oh yeah. And they'll probably have some gravy too. I we want to see. We want pictures tomorrow. And I want you to try. I want you to try the biscuits and gravy. All I right. want you to try that bacon. And I want you to make a waffle. I want you to use that waffle machine too. Oh, yeah. The waffle no. machine. It's always got stuff all around it from kids burning <laughs> crap. Yes. Oh, it's my favorite. I am. Oh, it's su- no Wawa, but uh, we'll see what happens. I am supremely intrigued by this red eye gravy. Traditionally, red eye gravy made by frying up a thick, thick slice of country ham, mixing in hand drippings with strongly brewed black coffee to de- deglaze the. Oh, what the heck? Oh man! What kind of witchcraft is this? If Fieri likes it, it's got to be mm-hmm. at least middling. All right. Okay. Did and uh, just a quick one. Yeah. Where y'all grew up? Did were the kolaches? Was that standard? Because I didn't come across oh, no yeah. kolache, and I used to we, think it, there were kolaches. Yes. And shout I out to down our here. Czech, our Czech yeah. friend. I know a real kolache is a fruit-filled pastry, but yeah. we definitely had the meat-filled sausage roll, pastry-filled cheese, yeah. pepper, multiple varieties of sausage. Oh, Pig yeah. in a blanket. Yes. Oh, mm. baby. Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's been Are a staple standard for my kid. Yes. In, in Fountain Square. Uh, I don't know. I didn't grow up there. <laughs> but I mean, you went to there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Fountain that Square, there's a place where it all them. starts um, and yeah, ends. Fountain Square, Stillwater. Uh, okay. So the, the, <laughs> is the Kalachi factory legit? As I mean, that's, that's what not I, my favorite. I, I, I'm no, not, not a big fan favorite. of the. They do the, like the rounded thing with the the, the lot of the stuffing inside is a little little thick. Uh, no, I don't like that. I'm, I'm more of a like if I had to pick, it's a Shipley's. Um, and then some of the local mom and pop joints, you know, I think have yeah, much better kolaches. And the okay. mom and pops, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I think, you know, I, I was going to go against my rule and, oh. you know, pick a something that was several things in one put together. But I didn't. And but I think, you know, mm-hmm. once we hit it big, we shut down the day jobs. Mm. Take a trip, hmm? go back to Fiddlers and everything oh, else, man. and be rolling yes. down the street to Clinton Bagel, oh. getting that, getting that bacon, egg, bagel. and cheese oh. on the everything bagel with the SPK. salt, pepper, ketchup, and the cinnamon coffee. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh, shooting the my crap stuff. with the local townies sitting in the booth, you know. Oh, geez. with the nice little river and the bridge. Oh, yeah. oh, oh nice. that was and, the, and the old mill. Quaint. Old yeah, mill. so quaint. quaint, so nice. Oh, I forgot about the bagel. Just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm That's gonna another try to good buy dish. Them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Better do so it now, the Steven. question, the question is, so we know the time of the pickup on 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 Thursday. It, are y'all have already you have already eaten breakfast? So is lunch a thing? We gotta we gotta Ooh, decide yeah. this. Oh, let's talk. Are we? Maybe, are we maybe, talk maybe about post pod. But I mean, yeah, you got okay. me thinking about yeah. food. Oh, I know. Yeah, I was mm. thinking that too. It's like we call noon. Is that like you better eat? And we're just headed there, or is that like? We're going to have a nice late lunch on the road. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. We got to talk about late that. lunch yeah. on the road. I will see to it. I think, what did I name this group text? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, call, call, call it a tow, tow truck. truck. That's not very nice. 
for, for all the listeners out there, I had a little car trouble. If you remember a couple podcasts ago, Mike thinks that the transit transitive properties of ownership means that every car I own is having problems, which is not the case. Yeah, okay. Anyway. It has a little less dense. I think we'll, it's a little more aerodynamic, so maybe you have less problems. Oh, geez. Here we go. <laughs> Classic. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, on to Marnak. So, oh, yeah. Marnak, uh, you can thank Brian Harmon for getting you back on the right track. Oh, so, yeah. Hey, a win's a win. Live versus the field takes the field. And uh, Harmon comes out of nowhere mm, to nowhere. redeem Marnak. So I'll give you another versus the field. So we're we're very close to the start of college football season. Oh, I had yeah. to refresh my memory. <laughs> and, and doesn't look like there's been a lot of conferences that have won other than, uh, what is that, ACC via Clemson. Mm. So my question for Marnak this week, who loves chalk, who will win oh my the NCAA football championship this year? Will it be the SEC or the field, which includes the Purdue Boilermakers? That's a great point. Um, I'm going. Uh, it's going to be tough to go against the SEC, just given all the the. Yeah, it's just going to be tough Team. to go against. Everybody coming back, all that kind of stuff. So I, I just don't see it's going to be tough to go against the SEC. And I know you got the Michigan and Ohio State, and who was who was the other guy team in the playoff? Um, TCU. TCU. Right? Sorry, yeah. Uh, I, I just I think it's going to be tough to go against the SEC. So we'll go there. SEC. Yeah, that's my that's you, my that's my call. Do you want to conjecture? Whether it's little Nikki Saban or George, I'm not Nathan? ready for that yet. No, we okay. need. I, I need to get a game, or I need to get those. I need to get them into the season. Not, I'm not saying I need to start. I just need to see the the health of the squad suiting up. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, Georgia Georgia looked pretty stout. I mean, they look pretty stout. Anyway, yeah, so I'm it, going SEC. Okay. And I think when it comes to actually knowing sports, Stephen is probably the resident expert yeah, here. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Other than uh, a... me and F1, I know who's going to win there. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephen, do you have? Would you have any differing thoughts from Marnak there? No, but uh, okay. smart money's on SEC, um, and you uh, to me. Both Bama and Georgia lost some dudes. I mean, they have clearly some of the best recruiting classes, so, I mean, they'll fill in those spots mm -hmm. very easily. The The biggest thing is Georgia lost Stetson Bennett, right? And we yeah. their backup has not seen any field time like ever. And then Bama's backup saw some field time last year. He is – he is a – he's got Corvette for wheels, but he's not very good at throwing. Uh, so there's a lot of, there's a, to me, there's a question mark there. So it's mm. get it. It's coming down to quarterback play. If those are the two options. And again, haven't really seen enough of, or haven't seen any of Georgia and very little of Bama. Okay. Yeah. And, and I know you mentioned Michigan there. You probably throw Ohio state in the comment, you know, I'm obviously a little partial to the big 10, but they, they're just, in my opinion, they're just pretenders. 
when it comes to the postseason. Um, mm. Same thing with Pac-12. I mean, ACC has been the only thing of any competition with Clemson in recent memory. So, yeah. um, other than UCF, sorry, Stephen. Mm. Yeah. Yes. But I see, I see Florida State's name up there. Yeah. So maybe yeah, those old crab legs, Winston, and you know, uh, Bobby. Babb. When you're getting away with petty theft and all that, I mean, uh, you know, hey, yeah. lightning in a bottle. Okay. Lightning in a bottle. Right. Uh, I think Marnack's probably pretty safe there, but yeah, I mean, me early, and Steve will do yeah. the root against. Yeah, root against the SEC. <laughs> I mean, it's not I'm difficult sure. to root against the SEC. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, agreed. I know, now that they got yeah. OU in Texas over there. Good grief. I I love a good root against with Nikki Saban getting super mad on the sideline. Oh, that's, that's, it is fun. It is enjoyable to watch. Thanks I for a good Saturday night. All right, on to local knowledge. I'm going to start with the old man. What are your thoughts for the week? My my one piece of advice, mm-hmm. other than cherish your loved ones. Don't ever forget to do that. goes without saying. Um, stay hydrated, folks. Uh, I had a little run-in with the uh, laws of physics uh, this past weekend. Pushed it a little hard. Got up early, played tennis with the girls. Came home, did some yard work, went and helped a guy move a swing set, came back and did more yard work. Thought I was feeling fine till the next day. It all caught up with me. Uh, stay hydrated. And in this, this heat's real. You know, and I'm not I'm not 22 anymore. I'm slightly older than that. My local knowledge <laughs> is uh you gotta stay hydrated. Uh and even pre-hydrate. And then pre-prehydrate. So drink the water, folks. It's legit. Um, yeah, and stay safe out there. It's hot. Heat is hot. Heat is hot. That's me. <laughs> Local knowledge. Uh, Steven. Well, I won't just kind of echo that and say it's not the heat that'll get you. It's the humidity. But um, <laughs> no, true. just kind of looking forward to the week. Oh, um, yeah. Just a, oh, yeah. I pre-appreciate everybody coming from near and far uh, <laughs> to, to come join me for the weekend to have a little bit of uh, fun and just do a boys weekend away from their better halves and anchors. And like Mike will say balls and chains. And not me like that. to be clear. That is not, yeah, me. we're not talking about you. Um, uh, but no, really just ex- excited for that. been looking forward to it. It's weird that it's tomorrow's already August. It feels like, no, crazy. I don't even know what it feels like, but just time is time flies um but yeah i can't believe it's that's almost that's already Mm -hmm. here uh wedding and honeymoon's coming up so man i'm excited and look forward to uh our 40th episode probably Mm -hmm. next week and do a little recap of the weekend and share what we can and go from there on site supposedly too so next, next time might be even better are are either of you uh harry potter fans I like the movies. I never read the books. Because yeah. I, I kind of feel like we should do a special, <laughs> special 39 and a half <laughs> homage to the lawnmower scale. We'll do a 39 and a half episode. Okay. So on that'll, be like a, that'll be a 45 okay. minute episode versus well, an hour and a half. Uh, how about we do like a little plug? We'll just do like a 15, 20 minute, like a little clip in. We'll like add it into the 40th, but Ooh. we'll do like a small little, like, you know, like we'll, we'll talk. 
Or we like, can stitch it together. Why don't we, yeah, we can stitch together like all the various parts, like, like little three, five minute deals. I like there it. There we go. From all the various parts, and then it'd be 39 and a half. There we go. I like it. And then we'll do 40. Okay. I love it. Um, yeah. Steven, thanks to you for getting married so that I can have a short <laughs> week. So three and a half day week. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so was that? I got two and a half days left. Um, well, and, and Thursday, I'm going to work from home in the morning. So as, as you count. guys know, that's like not even working. <laughs> that's not so, even working. <laughs> um, looking forward to that. And uh, Stephen, I did want to, and, and Terry reminded us the importance of this. I did want to thank you hmm. for injecting some international flavor oh. and some awareness for the rest of the world into this pot. And Whoa. you, you yeah. did that with your... Um, strife and trying to get a hold of molly oh yeah and it's so, not easy it's not easy so y'all gave me crap but i'm actually getting some like appreciation from listeners yeah and i will double your don't let it go to your head don't let it go thank to your you head. Hey. thank you yeah. stay I'll humble take nothing less than stay a humble. time and a half thank you yep and uh also though you also it was a doubly you also gave us some geopolitical oh. awareness with the uk because oh, yeah. when i was asking about you know do they have like a tory pines in their rota uh, you were like you know talking about how the you know these people don't like these people and the the scots and the mm-hmm. you know the oh, yeah. North mm-hmm. and all that you were just a stuff. historian all, right. all those histrionics if you will yes Man. I bring some good stuff. Mostly, I just bring a lot of banter, but some good stuff. I know. No, I, I know. thought that that was that was That's particularly great. good. So, um, I'm I'm actually going to be doing a trip later in August huh? uh, to to Italy and France um, for for Whoa. someone else's wedding. So, wow. Um, Do you need a wingman or men? Uh, can you can I use your miles? Sure, of course. Um, you need some so, more arm candy? Yeah, he needs some more arm candy. Hello. <laughs> uh, well, you are Italian, aren't you? Oh, yes, I am. Via S- Berlin? Sicilian. Sicilian, um, yeah. Sicilians and the Germans got together. But, uh, yeah. No, I... Um, so, I'm... So, Stephen, I'm going to need to brush up on some of, some of my uh, mm. international skills and knowledge, if you will. Yep. Um, especially... Especially France. Mm-hmm. A little oui, oui. Oui, I don't oui. know what it's like in Bali, but I don't think it's going to be tough experience. So, well, lots of good stories, and look forward to episode 39 and a half. Oh, That's yeah. going to do it. Another one in the book. Thanks, everyone, for joining Weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a great week. See you next week. Take care.